Well, it all started in a log cabin a long, long time ago. Little Jerry sat down next to me and told me, You shall make fire tonight. I did. And that was the end of that. Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Tom. We're here this week with episode 133, Smoky Constructs. I'm feeling much better this week. I won't sound so weird. And we also have Tom with us this week, which is nice. Hi, Tom. I'm Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. (laughs) So if you talk to yourself, is that Tom Tom? (laughs) I speak to myself a lot in third person. Like... (laughs) It does get confusing sometimes in my head who I'm backing. <laughs> All right, shouldn't you always be backing yourself regardless of whether you're on one side of the argument or the other? <laughs> you would think so. But, Do you lose uh, arguments with yourself, Tom? I I, <laughs> I have talked myself into uh, corners before. Uh, like, <laughs> damn, I make a good point. Uh, I can't, I can't win it. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> have you never done that before? I've... I I will talk to myself on occasion or daily. Uh, <laughs> I usually don't argue with myself, though. Like, I'll sort a problem out in my head, but it's not a conversation, right? Like, I'll say a couple things and be like, no, nah, that doesn't really make sense. What about this? So it, it's, it's a one-sided thing on my end. Well, uh, then you haven't been doing it right. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I guess uh, we can start out with the beginning of this one. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> well, first, first, before we go anywhere, I just want to let everyone know, I finally saw the cover art for book five. And oh, I'm right, right. totally disappointed <laughs> that book five is just going to be a retread of, of parts of book three. Didn't we cover that already? Where like we just they're in a city and they're kind of redoing it, and they're, it's going to end up being radiant fired. Oh yeah, yeah, we did the radiant fired, but I'm specifically talking about the fact that we have a crocodilian that's going to be in the water that they have to cross, and then it's going to attack them. Yeah, maybe this time they'll use the body or fly over. I mean, uh, come on, it's the guys. It's not going to happen. It's inspired incompetence, not inspired. Do it differently this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I guess moving into it, I, I do like that Alex still makes you guys roll for your, your teleportation checks, because like, you almost never need to, and then Matt goes and rolls a 98, which was great, because <laughs> 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 I'm just like, that that never happens, you, that, that, it doesn't happen. And I think <laughs> I mean, that- we could have had- go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that roll actually fails in like every option in the teleport it does. chart. It does. It's like the one time it's like, okay, well, you end up somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, that <laughs> that spell is, in a sense, <laughs> we could uh, we could have our own adventure. Like, imagine if we used our last, like, that was our last teleportation spell that we had, right? Right. Or, yeah, the last <laughs> opportunity to use it. <laughs> we would have to stay in that town for a whole day. Like, Yep. You'd have been like, well, this sucks. Uh, where are we? 
And you get back and the docks are all burned to hell. And Marina's like, I thought you were going to save us. I thought you were going we to help us. We thought we were too. <laughs> get out. Get out. Oh, come on. Tarbafon Simulacra, the character we know as Mariana or Marina. She Marina. would be making up some story like, gosh, I, I thought you were better, but I mean, I understand. You know, <laughs> you've been you've been getting fat and lazy here in the town, and I guess it's time to go into a training montage so you can be better. Gosh, if only I could <laughs> unlock the powers of your O-balls with my soul sight goggles. Remember where those are, guys? I still haven't gotten them. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Don't, don't remind me. Although I love that it was Rosetlani that you ended or Rosetlan that you ended up in. That was funny. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. all, what the hell are you doing? It's like, I, I don't know if you're here to fight us or, or what, because you're buffed to the nines and there's no reason for that here. <laughs> and then you, you basically, oh God, was it you or Joe that was trying to attack the people? <laughs> oh, Joe, Joe went to charge. Yeah, I, think I think it was Joe. Was I think it was, was Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And then just I like don't remember. Uh, wait for what? For what reason? I f- I forgot. Oh, he was Joe was being Joe. Oh, <laughs> and he he was all geared up for a fight, and when you know you landed in the docks, but it wasn't the right one. He's just like, well, I guess this is it. Let's oh, attack. Oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I, I like that you you eventually got there, and and <laughs> this <laughs> you guys. Bring up fickle winds again, and I'm just like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go again <laughs> with the breeze. <laughs> Casting air spells just exactly as I please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, it was great. And then Alex goes and, and says that, you know, you have your own little pocket of air. And I'm just sitting there in my car on the way home listening to this, and I'm just like, <sighs> Then why couldn't they take the pocket of air with them into the underground little area? <laughs> I, why didn't you know it work? I, I, I've, <laughs> I've come to the understanding that, like, once we hit an argument, right, and there's no going back to that argument later, and no one in the group wants to go back to that argument later. Right. So it's one of those things where I'm in agreement, but... At the same time, it's like, no one wants that battle again. <laughs> no, we get a new one this time with Black Tentacles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Black. yeah. 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 Although, in all honesty, Black Tentacles, for some reason, is one of those spells that seems to keep getting, people keep, like, making stuff up about it as they go along with it, because they're trying to make it, I don't know, do something it's not supposed to be doing, or it doesn't do, I don't right. know. Well, so the weird part to that, too, is... Uh, Scram had black tentacles, and he's absolutely used that. Yeah, what's repeatedly. Kinda, what's, right. Yeah, what's kind of surprising to me is that no one tried to move out of that space before. Like we we've never we we've never established this ruling before. It, it just seemed weird to me. Right. I I. Uh, well, I I get I think, the wording is is it, the wording isn't ambiguous. But I, I think people are confusing with it with other effects. Yeah, black tentacles, know. as it's... I've understand it and used it, is that the black tentacles go on your turn and they make a grapple check at that time. And right. then if they miss, they've missed. Now, 
if you end your turn in the black tentacle space at the end of your turn, then you're stuck there till the tentacles make another attack. Right? right. I mean, that's just the way it works. But if you move out of there, then the tentacles are like trying to grab you. They couldn't grab you and you just move out. That's how, how it goes. Cause we, well, I, yeah. I, I think the argument was that it was on the turn of the black tentacles when they came out originally. Yeah. Uh, they made their grapple check. Right, and they and missed. when it turned into... Right, and then it turned into Matt's turn, which I think is where the argument came, is that were they supposed to make another grapple check before Matt could do anything else? And the answer is no, because it says they make their check on the cast... You know, you make, they make it on the caster's turn, because Black Tentacles go on the caster's turn, not the recipient of the spell's turn. Right. And that's just the way it... I mean, that's just the way it works because you you, ha- you have to take turns. It's not a dynamic thing. And it's it also doesn't say whatever square you're in, if you move from that square, then you get attacked again or something like that. So, right. you know, it it's sort of one of those things where you're it's it's not like realistic. Right. Because if we imagine it in a movie, the tentacles wouldn't be stopping, attempting to grab the whole time he would, you know, he'd be like dodging them or something, right? He'd be reacting to them every right. second. But when right. we put it in a tabletop combat where we want everyone to take a turn, then, you know, the tentacles have to kind of be frozen or, or not hit while it's his turn based on the fact that they've already missed. And that's how it works. So here's right. here. Uh, well, here's my counter to that is it still kind of does work in a movie sequence, right? Because these six seconds are happening simultaneously. It's not like it's six seconds for this person, six seconds for this person, six seconds for this person. It's happening all simultaneously, which is kind of why I was agreeing with Matt, is that those black tentacles, they attempted the CMD, or CMB, CMD, they, they attempted the grapple check during the caster's six seconds which is everybody else's six seconds so they weren't technically sitting still teoblith uh was you know flying through these things which kind of leads me to agree with matt is that like you know matt wouldn't be sitting still either like these things are still trying to capture him yeah my point is just that in order for us to have a game because we're all taking turns and we got to roll dice and determine what we did succeeded failed change the the battlefield, etc. It just it, it that's the way it has to go. And I know it doesn't feel as cinematic, but it's like what we're doing in combat is sort of building the movie, right? And if you imagine, I don't know, Jurassic Park or something like that, where they have a sequence going on, they got to CGI the the dinosaurs, they got to merge that with the live action shot, they got to CGI some other stuff, and they're you know there's they got to do all that, and then they play it back together. Yeah, super smooth, looks great, everything's there, but yeah. as they're building it it's that you know it's got to go one thing at a time because i literally can't do multiple things at once so right right i mean it's just a little disconnect but you know and it's a bummer that happened on black tentacles especially since i don't think we had a single problem with this in skull and shackles i don't think so i don't remember it being you know an issue and it was one of scram's kind of go-to's when you know people were on the ground oh it's a great which is why yeah just weird we had uh Weirwoods that were specifically constructed to be spellcasters. Right. Okay, this Which, this is totally Umbarno sending right. Weirwoods from the Blue Gardens to take out 
and this is I'm maintaining this here. It's to stop the agents of Tarbefon. It's to mess with the Whispering Way. It's to protect the Kumaru tree and um, uh, was it Tumbaha Mountain? Yeah. And uh, the party unwittingly acting for Tarbefon. They're being coerced into doing this by the Simulacra, Mary Marina. Um, Right. I mean, I guess they don't really have a choice. I mean, I mean they do, obviously, but it's not going to be a very fun podcast if they don't kind of follow along. I'm just saying. But, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, I mean obviously. They could have ignored the fire at the docks and been like, cool, what's going on at the stadium today? Let's go do that. Hey, I'm <laughs> I'm playing in the lane, right? They got to go along with it because if they don't go along with the AP, if they go rogue, we blow up the podcast, right? So I get that. Well, but I'm still what, saying, what you... working for Tarbath on here. <laughs> yeah, that that's my question is, so w- where are we working for Tarbath on? Okay. So obviously <laughs> Tom does not listen to Dyson Salt. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's totally fair. I mean, I feel, <laughs> I feel but like that's true. To sum it up for you, the very first day that Marina did her little test on you guys, or on one person, and said, ooh, I want to study the O-balls. Everybody got exhausted. Everybody got fatigued. Everybody got their life force, like, drained. It wasn't our genius because our genius hopped on the table and then went, oh, crap, I'm late for my shift at McDonald's, and took off. <laughs> and then the second day, started to pull the same stunt and got sent away or whatever it is, or maybe he got strapped down. I don't remember. It's not important to this catching up. And then, boom, same thing happens. They get light. You guys get life drained. Everybody does. Come on, man. And then it's all, oh, I could learn more about the O-balls if only I had my soul sight goggles, which are mine, my possession. Oh, but they're so important to me. I forgot to take them with me when I got kicked out of the Blue Gardens research facility. (laughs) I mean... This is just screaming <laughs> trap here, okay? And I'm sorry, but the party's just, you know, they're they're taking it hook, line, and sinker. This they've eaten too much guacamole. You know, too many <laughs> avocados rot your brain, clearly. And and that's how you're doing it because, you know, Mariana is actually one of Tarbathon's simulacra. That's what's going on here. Oh, and yeah. she's she's gaining all this this knowledge for Tarbathon about how to use the the O balls and how to you know, maybe, and this is the other thing, regrow the Kumaru tree, which is dead, which means it's useless to Tarbafon now. But if you can regrow it or you can, you know, re-spark the life in it, boom, you got a nuclear weapons facility going on. And Tarbafon's <laughs> clearly in control of the nuclear weapons facility. You know, he's got Nessie guarding that buddy. <laughs> he he, you know he has, you and- no, no, he has Nessie guarding the, the uranium stockpile. The facility is, is not under his control well at the moment but only because true heroes are holding off the whispering way barno you know, is the true hero and, of the sap you and nick have a, a very similar like conspiracy theory boards going like he'll make he'll make connections to things that i wasn't even, like weren't even on my map and <laughs> yeah now you're saying these things and it's kind of like i i, I could see the connection but this is like, I feel like this is way out there. Like, look, oh, all I'm saying is, believe me, it's way out there. It's not it's way out there. there. It's not way out there. We're going to come to the end it? of this, and I guarantee you, something is going to, it's things are going to pan out kind of the way I suspected, and they'll be connected. Things are not as they seem. 
and it's going to be connected. It's possible, you- but extremely unlikely that this is just coincidental and not linked to Tarbafon. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. think that Marina Marina is working directly with Tarbafon? I yes, and I even go so oh, far to that's say so interesting. I even go so far to say she's not actually her own entity. She's a simulacra, or she's Tarbafon <sighs> himself conning you guys with I, disguise. I, there's no way. I mean, he could do it. His you know buffs and things would be so high that the party would never see through it unless I, I, I don't even think a nat twenty would do that. True Singh would reveal uh, but, it. Which right. might be in the party. I'm sure someone has it at this level. I, I would be willing to... Well, I mean, Teoboth would probably have it at this level, depending on which uh, focus he's taken. I seem to recall there was a... I think there was a magic item from book two, the temple at the end, that Uhtred looked through, which I could have sworn was like a gem of two, of true seeing. And I don't remember you guys getting rid of it. At least it wasn't mentioned that you got rid of it. I'm sure there was a whole bunch of stuff that they got rid of when they could finally actually sell things. That's just like, we're not going to take yeah. the time to tell you everything we got rid of. A bit of, but bit of a fire we, sale. We, yeah, but yeah. if you got rid of a gem of true seeing, well, you're just well, helping just the bad stupid. guys beat you. <laughs> I don't think we got rid of a gem of true seeing. I don't, I don't even think we would have. <laughs> I don't think any of us would give up a, a, a gem of true seeing then perhaps i'm just remembering that there was an item that he looked through that gave some value and did something special but wasn't a gem of true seeing but i i thought i recalled in the temple before you guys escaped to the or it was in escaping from the fog and shrouded uh ruins of rossler's coffer the temple of light as you're on your way out and you finally came out and you're like oh now we can go to vigil and erasny shows up for the first time i thought in that hall there was some sort of gem that he examined or looked they through. They broke that. Did something. Well, they broke that thing, but I thought there was an actual like little gem to look through that gave you some, that did something. But maybe, again, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Yeah, I'd have to go back and re- re-listen, but I'm pretty sure they broke that because that was what was holding the dome over Rossler's coffer. No, I know they broke that one, but I thought there was a different gem that he looked through that revealed something. But maybe I'm... Like I said, maybe I'm misremembering it. Possibly. Like I said, I'd have to go back and re-listen. But either way, it's all connected. (laughs) It's all connected. Yes, clearly. All connected. Everyone's connected by the the veins of creation. That's right. See? See? Now you're into it. And Arasny's already (laughs) tapped those, which probably revealed... Well, actually, she tapped ley lines with the plant. But that could have raced back, man. Because the Kumaru tree is somehow connected to the ley lines, just not... The veins of creation that it kicks out too. Right. Arasni is also working for Tarbafon. No, no, Arasni's uh, not working for yeah. Tarbafon. What kind of crazy no, theory is no, that? That's, no, no, no. That's the twist. Hear she me, is. Hear me out. She, <laughs> in a plot twist, she absolutely is. If you think about it, all of these events have led up to this exact point. Maybe Tarbafon actually planned this. From the start. Oh, now you're just talking crazy have... conspiracy nut stuff, Tom. Come on. <laughs> nope, nope. I mean, you just Tar- make up Tar-Bifon. anything about aglets now. <laughs> Tarbefon was both himself and a Razni, and he just wanted to, to put on a really good show oh. so that he could get the, the PCs oh, to do his, his business for him. I'm pretty certain our genus would faint from that. <laughs> Why? Why? What's what's the problem? 
She was undead when Arginus <laughs> fell for her. If he fell for her. I mean, I, I don't know. He sure yeah, seems to have moved Tarby. on past her pretty quick there. Yeah, Tarbe finds a little bit much, though. I guess. Like, I don't see how. They're both Arginus. liches. Yeah. Yeah, but one of them, I don't know. One of them Are you, has are you just out. saying that Arginus <laughs> maybe, is not bisexual? Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I mean, that's probably... That's, that's, that's I mean, that's legit, it. you know? Also, like, it seems like Tarbefon's, like, old... Like, he's an older guy. I don't think Arginus would be into older guys. He'd definitely be into older <laughs> Arginus, women, but not... Arginus doesn't not, want a sugar daddy. He wants a sugar mama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'm just showing my own cards. <laughs> so I was right. Oh, he likes he likes a resny because she has boobs. Huh? I mean, I get it. I, I, I get that. <laughs> that that is part of the appeal, I have to admit. Oh man! But uh, I, I guess kind of moving on into the fight, we have arcane theft. Yeah, I was gonna say that because that was really fun. I actually, and it got I a like good one too. That. Yeah, the overland flight. It, overland flight doesn't move you as fast as you think it does. It doesn't, but the fact that it lasts like all day is pretty awesome. Right, you don't have to keep recasting fly, but like uh, he has like it, a phantom steed at this point, like that. I think lasts most of the day. Yeah, right. I think so too. But he could be knocked off the the steed, or he could dismount. Yeah, and this way, if if he does get knocked off the steed, he's still got fly. Oh, you go sixty four miles in an eight hour period with fly or with with overland flight. Sixty four miles. Yeah. That's as far as you can go in an eight-hour period. Uh, that's assuming you're using the 40-foot speed that it grants you and not 30 feet uh, if you had medium armor on. That drops it down to 48 miles. Well, I think at most you can... I think most of the time, you you know, like with a horse, you can travel about 48 miles a day, I thought. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Oh, or maybe I'm using old numbers from an earlier version, like uh, 3.5, instead of... Uh, current Pathfinder numbers. Okay, the Phantom Steed would move you faster. Oh, what's it move at? It has a maximum speed of 100 feet uh, at level 10. And it, it has the same one hour per level duration. Oh, yeah, then it would crush it. Yeah, I mean, you're moving, you know, like 40% more. <laughs> yeah, it's all, I, I mean, you know, no, just as a fast calculation, more. you could say it's double. Cause... It's, it, yeah, it's a little over double. You'd be moving 130-ish miles. Right, right. So yeah, uh, that's uh, that's pretty wild, yeah, right? Because doing a hundred miles a day a, on the Phantom Steed, yeah, you'd have to be several levels higher than like the base level three to cast it to get that kind of speed out of it. Because it starts at twenty per two caster levels. So you, I mean, you start out at like twenty feet, or you might start out at forty. I don't, I don't. But you know, it just it's just weird that Overland Flight doesn't really move you that fast. Yeah, but it's steady and it lasts a heck of a lot longer. Right. No, I, I I get that. I'm just I'm just surprised that they call it overland flight, and it's like, yeah, but you could take a carriage, <laughs> you could take a horse, a, a phantom steed, a a, f a spell of a lower level would get you faster. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure by the time you could cast overland flight, you could cast phantom steed, yeah, at a high enough level. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Now, see, now, now you have me doing the uh, Overland Flight is a 5th level wizard spell. You get 5th level spells at ninth level, okay, which means at that point, if you go up one more level to 10th, you would cast Phantom Steed at its full capacity. So, yeah, by the time you can cast Overland Flight, you've ha you have a, a way to move even faster for cheaper. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
It just it just feels weird. <laughs> well, I either, I've never really way. thought of it as uh I've never really thought of it as a big boost as far as travel because it's not super fast. But as far as like your combat, your your adventuring day, you have flight on you for the whole day. Right. So I mean that's what I think of it as it's just yeah, it's fly with a long duration. Which yeah. is fine. But for using it for strictly travel, like you would imagine overland flight would be like, oh, that's what we use to get around. There are better options. Anyway. <laughs> it's still cool, though. It's still, it's still cool. cool. It was still, still a cool like grab. It. it wasn't something like, you know, I don't and know. And I like that they, they dispelled their probably their mage armors, which was nice because it made hitting them easier. I'm assuming yeah. that was the little force field that they lost with the, uh, I think Tia both cast the, the targeted dispel or the area dispel. I'm guessing, okay. hoping, yeah. or maybe a resistance. I don't know. Maybe. Um, we might find out or we can just ask Alex. I know you had asked about our DC for, what did you do, Tom? You did something. Uh, I turned ectoplasm right. into black and- tentacles. I remember that. Wasn't there like a DC that you rolled and you had like, oh, your concentration to do that because you rolled in that 20 and, you know, obviously I think you ended up with like a 42 or something to get that. And you wanted to know, you know, how close it was. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't, you may have figured that out. He may have, Alex may have told you in an upcoming episode. I don't know that. I, th- I don't think he actually did. I think he said, like, uh, I'm not going to pull it up right now, but, like, it's maybe, like, four or five away. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay. So, close. <laughs> but that's fun. Yeah. That was, that entire situation right there was uh, pretty wild. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I-, I, don't us- I don't usually enjoy fights where, I, like, I'm being grappled like that, or uh, it, it kind of just takes you out of the fight but at no given point did i feel like i was being taken out there there was always something to do right but um, it um. was it was a massive build-up into <laughs> me diving down into the wire of water with three lightning balls yeah that was cool because you actually got all three of them to do full damage which was great yeah yeah, I was yeah. a little surprised that they, like, if you, well, it used to be, I, I don't remember exactly what it is now, but it used to be like, if you threw a lightning bolt underwater, it acted like a fireball. So it became this, you know, blast that went off instead of a bolt. Hmm. And um, so I was a little surprised that they, uh, well, well, you used fire, you used fireballs, didn't you? They were balls of fire. Never mind. No, it no, was, no, no. It, was, it was lightning balls. Oh, they were. Okay. Yeah. I, ex- I would have expected yeah. those to eat, be bigger. You know, like uh, a 10-foot square or something like that. Because remember, you know, water is conductive. Mm-hmm. And that's... Yeah, yeah. I think Paizo did a good job of not going overboard and looking into that type of stuff. Like, it'd be yeah, a really think... hard thing to kind of map out, I guess. I, I could have the sworn they had something affected. that had some of that stuff that... I think it's only... Any spells with the fire descriptor have a difficult time going off underwater. Oh, okay. You can can do it, but I'm pretty sure they only made a a, a caveat for fire spells. Yeah. I will say any lightning effects, if the person is wearing metal, I think it does 1.5 damage instead. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a normal effect or a standard effect of the spell. Yeah. 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 Or at least lightning bolt is. And I think chain lightning has a similar thing, but 
yeah, I, I was expecting a little more, little more juice on that, but that's totally cool. I will say this. I think he pretty much killed the guy, right? Oh yeah, fried him. I yeah. thought, isn't, right? Isn't isn't this yeah. was this the crit that got the hero point, or was that no? That was Joe. I mean, we have to... Joe had the crit no. with the hero point, right? Which was Zeno's card. It was. We. Ha- I was gonna say we we can't not talk about that one because that's that's just a cool crit. It's like, hey, here's a hero point if you kill it. <laughs> Which was no, great. I thought that was that was a neat card. I liked that it applied to every every damage. Doesn't matter what it is. All yep. damage types are the same. I liked it. Yeah. I uh, I keep waiting for mine to show up, but it it doesn't because I was dumb and did fumbles rather than crits. <laughs> and and oh, so, I thought yours was decapitation toast. No, no, no. That's that is a standard. Oh, you just in, love that in, one so much. Just, That's what it I, is. I do. I do. <laughs> no, the yeah. I have the <laughs> a couple of my crit or fumbles crit fumbles have have shown up. The um, you reach out to push the orc off the cliff one, uh, and you gently caress it, and then you're both uncomfortable. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have that one in there. Um, I have a magic fumble which I I want <laughs> to happen because it gives you a, a sentient pet rock. <laughs> It doesn't do anything else. Your spell fails, but you just end up with this little sentient pet rock. And if you try to abandon it, it follows you. It just teleports to your location. That oh, is that's... so funny. It's that's so dumb. Insane. It would it would get like a half a line when it happened. You, you know, because I think it specifically says, "Don't forget to to name him, <laughs> to name your new pet, new friend." And then it would is never get spoken of again. Or a crit success. It's a fail. crit fail. It's a magic crit fail. And I think you guys have critically failed on magic twice, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It does not, not happen a... very often. It's, yeah. The yeah, it's When you guys have to... Right, because magic usually uses, you know, saves rather than, like, attack rolls. So you're rolling less attacks anyway, so you're less likely to get it. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it's just, it's never going to show up, though. Well, now I'm rooting for it. <laughs> my disintegrate on the boss that would have saved everyone failed but i got a cool rock out of it <laughs> we t- we tpk'd but i got a cool rock <laughs> that, that would that, that would be is, uh is the reason why we're able to continue the campaign after tpk <laughs> you must carry on with the mission oh man yeah that was entertaining as all heck yeah uh i guess I guess and the fight just kind of ends the episode. It does, but I I wanna I wanna call out Joe with his his shout out to uh, Mathazar. <laughs> you know, never give up, never surrender. Yeah, <laughs> I caught that. I was just like, I know that from something, and it took me looking at the notes for you to for me to be like, oh, it's Galaxy Quest. Yep, totally love that one. I should rewatch that. that. A good movie. We should do that for a Patreon hangout. Oh wait. We don't yeah, do those right. anymore. Listen, don't don't get salty at me for that. Because you fell asleep, we shouldn't get salty at you, or because you didn't do them, or what? I mean, help me out here, Tom. What? What? Why am I not supposed to get salty? I showed up. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Tom. Yes, you did. I. You know what was so funny about all that stuff is I I threw down a bunch of suggestions. And I figured you guys would pick one or two, maybe, right? And you guys like, we'll do them all. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how long that's going to last. 
<laughs> it not not very long as it turned out. Uh, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. But you guys gave it a whirl. You guys gave it a whirl. And I think part of it too is just uh figuring us us still figuring out our uh, scheduling and uh, yeah, no, totally. what we're available for. Totally. And it's, <laughs> it's you know, fine. the everything changes over time. So it's not like I figured these things would be eternal things that would forever be there. Right. But, you know, it's it's it, to me it's just one of those things you you do it you do it as long as you can maybe or you put it away for a while bring it back do whatever i mean it doesn't have to be and i never thought it was going to be like okay we're doing it and now we're going to do it forever i always thought it was i mean the only thing like that that i'm banking on is the podcast so if you guys you know break up the band i'm going to cry here i will cry <laughs> i, I will don't be, think that's I will happening be very anytime sad. soon but um Goodness. and and nobody get any ideas just saying that right there but, you know, you guys do a good job. We've had a lot of fun with, with different patron things. So I, I love it. I like it. You guys have made it worthwhile, 100%. Oh, yeah, and things are going to keep on changing. I mean, I like the fact that, you know, I've come up there to see you guys twice now. And I'm, you know, you, every time you throw me a party. So, like, you're actually using my money on me. So it's it's fun. And the best part about it is this time Toast gave something back. <laughs> what, COVID? <laughs> It's a gift, and it keeps on giving. It was a gift, yeah. I didn't want to give it to Alex. I mean, it's the thought that counts, right? (laughs) No, not this time. Oh, I was thinking no thought went into it, so that's what counts. (laughs) I I took Advil. I tried to stay away from them. It just didn't work that way. Uh, It it probably wasn't you directly would be my guess. I mean, I'm guessing whatever got you probably infected alex too i mean maybe uh, let's let's go with that it makes me feel better (laughs) hey i I, i'm basing this on my experience coming back from disney world and i'm feeling miserable and leia wasn't feeling miserable well i say miserable but i was feeling like the last time the first time i'd come back from florida to california fully expecting that all my allergy alert you know felt like allergies was going to clear the first day i'm in california and Mm. uh you know leia wasn't really reacting at all and then we get home and, uh, you know, she tested on the test for COVID when she goes, you know, I'm not feeling right. I'm testing. And it was the end of Monday, that Monday we were back. And she's like, oh, yep, I've got it. Mine popped up quick. And my, when I tested mine, mine came through even faster than hers. <laughs> so like, you know, you're supposed to wait, whatever it is, 15 minutes or something. Yeah. And like hers showed up in a minute or two. And mine was like, the, mine was the, the fluid hit the test marker and it goes line. Yeah. No, that was my first test. No, that was my second test. Because the first test I did, I didn't realize was expired uh, until I looked at it afterwards. Because it it came up negative. But that was my fault for using an old test. When I got an actual test, it it went, oh, yeah, no, you you have absolutely, absolutely have this. You should stay home. And I did. It was not fun. I like that test that you took, though. I'd like to know what brand it is, where it actually had a message that say, no, no, you should stay home. (laughs) That's, that's... Yeah, I mean, that's, no, that's thoughtful. It is thoughtful. All right. Well, do you have anything else for Tom? Do you have anything, Tom? I don't have anything. Okay. Just checking. I didn't know if you wanted to go on no. a rant or... No little tidbits about the, uh, the, the kind of flashbacks we've gotten that show you getting sucked into the dark side? Yeah. Yo, those, like, I, I'm excited for those. I, I can't mean... tell you how much I'm excited for uh for what's to come on that oh boy oh no maybe oh. you're wrong on who the the dark horse is here 
<laughs> that you, it's, you that it's, it's what it's not Thelias. I think what's going to happen is this. Now, this is my bet based on all this, this side talk, but this is my bet. We're going to get to the end of the AP and we're going to find out the party was the villains. All of them were the villains the whole time. <laughs> Such a wow, shitty that's ending. A, that's, a, that's a big, uh, that's a big bet. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, look at, look at how dark Uhtred is. Tia Bliss started out evil. Our genus, he's, he's a questionable guy here. And, you know, quote, unquote, Thalias is back. <laughs> that's clearly some sort of undead trickery there mm, clearly clearly it's all tarbath funny to me <laughs> tarbath funny i guess that'll bring us to the end of this week's episode uh you can catch us and the players on the inspired incompetence discord links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com i'm lady toast and i'm lord richter and i'm tom and we'll see you next week bye 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 Did did you want to talk about the no no square before we before we go? Or did we cover that? No, nah, I'm good. We can we can leave that out.